look, plenty of people don't want power to matter, but power does matter, especially when you are powerful. Yes, high achieving women, you are powerful. You make things move, you create things, you make people better. If you're not a professional coach yourself, you probably are in some way coaching people personally, or you're attracted to self-development. Like what Think about what kinds of things you repost or what kinds of things you read or see where you're like, oh my gosh, I wish the whole world saw this. I wish I could just teach everybody this or I could teach this better than them. You're, you're a powerful kind of type. You're attracted to that kind of thing. So you, um, you have power. So part of this series is about accepting that and understanding what that means and how to manage your power in a way that complements who you really want to be in the kind of relationships you want to have. I am Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed therapist, host of this podcast, Boundaries and Grace, and leader of my practice, Reattach. My mission is to help you shift to secure attachment, uprooting anxiety and avoidance, replacing with clarity and peace. You will shift. Hey, y'all, I'm recording this episode uh, for Boundaries and Grace, but I'm actually not recording this live. I'm talking to myself right now. And the reason why I'm doing that is because this um, series that I am doing for you is High Achieving Women. And there are there's a lot of information that I want to put out and I get very involved and interactive with people. And I want to be able to do this again, because this is a specialty case. This isn't something that I'm going to be talking about publicly like over in the over this year. But it is something that I wanted to touch on, and I will tell you why. Specialty cases, and what do I mean by that? I'm going to be focusing and being able to give more attention to some more specific and nuanced issues, which I'm really excited about. I am not taking one-on-ones, like public one-on-ones. Um, and what I mean by public is meaning that like that everyone will not have access to be able to do one-on-ones. People in my, in my Rock Solid Patreon group are going to be able to do one-on-ones. I'm also going to create an application for um, others to be able to apply to do one-on-ones. And so some people will be able to do them sometimes, but um, I am opening up myself to be able to produce more content, more classes, more video, more audio, more all kinds of stuff. And I'm really, really excited about that. So I'm going to be training um, other therapists and coaches to do one-on-one attachment work. Um, I'm going to be supervising them and popping into group calls or even onto one-on-ones as needed. Um, but so I'm excited about that. So one-on-ones are still going to be offered through reattach. They're just not always going to be offered by me. And I think this is a good move for all of us for a lot of different reasons. But anyway, um, another, another example of a specialty case um, is black business. And I have a black business boot camp, and we're going to get into high achieving women in a minute. But I have a black business boot camp. It is totally free to register April 15th, 2023. That's a Saturday. We're going to be there for six hours. It's totally free, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. with a 45 minute lunch break. I'm not going to talk a whole lot more about that. I have other um, audio that I'm going to put out on Boundaries and Grace. Um, audio that's coming from Instagram lives that explained where this all came from. So I'm not going to give you a whole lot of detail right now. Um, but that is available to register for on my site. I am taylorchandler.com, the black business boot camp. Okay. Let's talk about high achieving women. Who, who is this person? You excel professionally, materially, externally, but not personally. This is who I'm talking to. Okay. You are often left out of this kind of conversation because everyone thinks that you're okay. Or people resent you for being okay or what they think is okay, and so you're villainized. You're having success professionally, materially, or externally, but internally you're having some issues or in your personal relationships, and people aren't often talking to this nuanced issue, and I am going to talk about that over this series of video for you. Okay, or these series of episodes. And I also have something else for you too. Okay, I personally, I love this woman, okay? Um, And I'm gonna be speaking to issues that I absolutely have had. And I think that this is gonna be really helpful for a lot of people because again, this is a nuanced thing. And anyway, I'm gonna fill in some of these gaps. Um, I do a good job with balance. Some people, like coaches or whatever, some coaches are so will take you so far up the production side with women, like women who are also coaches and they and this whole boss lady thing. Um, and I don't boss boss babe, the boss babe movement. 
Um, some sometimes you, if that's taken so far up the production side, they leave out emotional intelligence or relational intelligence. Um, and so, and some coaches and therapists are so far on the soft side that they kind of, if you're like me, are kind of irritating to you or they can't relate to you. Okay. So might be super high on emotional intelligence, but on like productivity or like results, like how do we actually make this thing practical? They might not be so skilled in that. So I think I do a really, I know I do a really good job with balance. And that's why I'm here again to, to deal with the specialty case and to give you what I've got to help you out. Honestly, I have tr- truly, I have developed into my favorite human on the planet. That's a fact. I've, I've developed into my favorite human on the planet on purpose. Um, and I don't say that arrogantly. I say that because I've intentionally balanced things and I balance things that we're going to talk about over this series of episodes. And I continue to do so. I'm, I am coached. I am reading. I am learning. I love that about me. And I want to help you with what I've got. Again, this isn't something that we're going to be talking about all throughout 2023, but I want to spend some dedicated time to do it now. Um, and what are, what am I going to help you with? What are we even talking about? Uh, let's talk about increasing satisfaction in personal relationships to complement your professional success. Let's talk about dating men who actually work for you. I'm going to be talking about this stuff in heterosexual terms. If that's not you, take the information as it applies to you, as it suits you, as it suits you. Okay. We're going to talk about managing the difference between your norm as a high achieving woman and society's norm. We're going to talk about understanding. This is so important. This is all important, but we're going to talk about understanding the role of anxiety and perfectionism in your life and how to relax these things without lowering your standards so that you and others around you will be more comfortable and energized. We're going to talk about all of that. We're not going to talk about all of that in this episode, but we will talk about all of that in this series of episodes, okay? And this is that other thing that I have for you aside from just these episodes. We're going to have a four session group. Okay. Like again, we're going to like move this thing. And if you need additional one-on-one stuff, that's a separate conversation, but we'll have a four session group. So bop, 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 going over these things in more detail. And y'all again, I am coached. So like I am, I am starting a coaching group, not like my group. I am entering into a coaching group on Friday, this Friday. Um, and it is a, it is a, uh, three day group. Um, a couple of hours a night and I didn't, I didn't even model it after that, but I was like, wow, it's the same setup. It makes sense. (laughs) It makes sense. So we're going to be doing a bop, bop, bop kind of group where you're going to get a lot of information in a brief time. And I know your type because you are my type and I know the way that you like it. Okay. So we're going to knock this thing out. Um, this is a, it's a coaching group, not a therapy group. So again, this is another reason why we're not going to spread this out over a month because I don't need to build in processing time and stuff. We need to just make some things make sense, put it into practice and get you moving. Okay. Does that sound good? Okay. Let's keep on moving. So who are you? Let me get more specific. You're someone who, um, you might have been literally awarded for your leadership. Okay, literally awarded for your leadership. You are captains of teams. You are directors. You are executives or the executive type. You excel beyond others. Hear me, y'all, because some people have been listening to this for the last eight minutes. And so I got to say this. This is not everyone. Before we go any further, this is not everyone, please. Let, let those of us who relate just have this little bit of time and just leave it if this is not you. Okay. And it's okay. It's not everybody and it's fine. I'm going to be talking very, very plainly because I am talking to a very specific group of women that I know very, very well. And I'm going to be very, very plain. Okay. As we're going through this, I am not trying to make this make sense for everybody. Um, I'm talking to people who are already there, not coaching you to get there. Okay. Like if you are actively procrastinating, you're not seeing the needle moving in your professional life forward. Um, this is not about coaching you to get there. This is about people who are already there, but who, who have stagnation in personal relationships, frustrations in personal relationships, um, confusion, irritations in date in the dating world right now. And want some things cleared up in a better way forward. Okay. That's who I'm talking to. You're the type of person who has heard <laughs> you're going to be successful. You're going to make a lot of money. Wow, you can do anything. And I don't mean that in like a, you, everyone can do anything that they put their minds to. I mean that people have actively 
And on many occasions, you literally can't count how many occasions someone has said to you, whether you've known them or not, wow, you're very impressive. However, whatever words that they used, okay? You know if you're the type. You're not actually dealing with imposter syndrome in a professional way, or at least not in a debilitating way. If imposter syndrome is still in you, you're able to push past it. You're a pusher. You, you're not actually stuck, but internally you may be feeling stuck, especially in personal life, friends, like friends, romantic partners or family relationships. Okay. Does it sound like you that people who do professionally or materially less than you might feel awkward around you or dependent on you? And we'll talk about that in a later episode. Not this one. This is an introduction, and we're talking about men. Um, we're talking about uh, re- the re- we're talking about relational relationship issues. Again, I'm going to put this in heterosexual t- heterosexual terms. If that's not you, use the information as it applies to you. Okay, let's just talk about let's talk about men. Let's talk about the relation the relational part. Um, let's get this out the way, <laughs> and then we'll talk about the other stuff. Okay, the stuff that is like very much um, you. Usually this is where I say like, are you good so far? Someone dropped something in the chat, but there's no one here because I'm doing this by myself. Now let's start here. How about the fact that men can actually be intimidated by you? I know that you've read on the internet, men are never intimidated by women, but some of you have literally heard it out their mouth that they're intimidated by you. Whether they say that in the moment or they come back around and say it or whatever. So a lot of y'all have literally heard this come out of their mouths. So let's, it's a, it's a real thing. Before I even go on, I should say this. It's not always that men are intimidated by this type. Okay. It does happen. It doesn't always happen. Okay. Um, Because sometimes it's really the way that we're relating to someone and that's why um, it's not working. Um, or incompatibility, but I want to start here, that men can actually be intimidated by you and you've literally heard it out the horse's mouth. So let's be honest, no matter how much you try, being with someone who is doing or who is like as a person less, and let me talk plainly, talk, you know, is not less valuable as a human being. Everyone is equal in the eyes of the Lord, but let's be honest. Okay. Some people are doing less and have lower standards than you. That's are going to perform at a lower rate, lower lower capacity. They have they have a lower capacity than you. Okay, um, and so being with that type of person will will likely frustrate you, and um, chances are won't work out. Now, even if it doesn't bother you now, what are the chances you can really real question, real reflective question? What are the chances that you can really look over it as often as you need to, especially when the love feelings wear off? And how many of you have already tried to look, you've been in situations or relationships where you have tried to look over it. And when that first conflict hits, it's front and center. And you try to look over it and you try to be kind and you try to be fair or you try to, you know, you tried all kinds of stuff. And then that first conflict hits and all of a sudden you're, you're, you are woefully reminded of um, the, the difference between the two of you. And also, y'all, this, this imbalance, that imbalance, that unequally yokedness has a different effect on a man than it has on you. Let's talk about this. They want to be able to do for you. And when they can't, either ab- they either, they can either abuse you in weird ways to exert power, resent you, and be passive aggressive or get very depressed about themselves and start doing stuff like projecting that onto you. So like lying and hiding or just being very, very sad because they can't do what they would like to be able to do for you. They are thinking like, think about it. Like um, even when you're saying, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. They're thinking about what they're thinking about themselves. Okay. And it's not okay to them. And if it is okay to them, that's that's probably someone that you don't really respect very much when someone is actually okay with not being able to do, not being able to perform 
It's probably not someone you're going to respect very much. So y'all, this reality that someone who is doing less, that unequally yokedness where you are the more and they are, you are the bigger vessel, the stronger vessel, and they are the weaker vessel. Y'all, that's Bible language, weaker vessel. So when that, when that is flipped, like the weaker vessel being referred to the, the woman being referred to as a weaker vessel in marriage. Okay. So when this is, when that kind of, when that concept is flipped and the woman is the stronger vessel, that unequally yokedness, and she is the stronger vessel and the man is the weaker vessel. Weaker is Bible. I'm not being judgmental. It's a real um, assessment of capacity. Please stop trying to fight that the fact that that imbalance is going to cause an issue. Please stop trying to convince men that this is really okay. Please stop trying to convince yourself that it's really going to work out. If you, now look, if you want, now that's if you, if you working with me, if you're dealing with me, if you're going to keep going through me within this series, okay? Because you know, if you want to do it, um, just tune this episode out. Skip it. This is a specialty case. I'm talking to a specific group of women and I'm going a specific route. We're going. So if this is not you, please just tune this episode out because I do not have advice for you today about something that has a very predictable outcome. This is part of the reason why I'm not even doing one-on-one work like that anymore. The way I put it sometimes is this, honestly, is I'm like, there's some parameters that you have on the relationship. Now, if you're willing to accept those parameters, okay, let's go down that route. But that's a very like one-on-one kind of conversation. Um, I don't want to, I'm not going to frame this like, hey, if you're the stronger vessel and he is the weaker vessel and everyone knows it, this is how you can manage it. I'm not going to do that today. And I just want to be honest with you about that. You know, it's no shade and it's no sarcasm. If you want to do it, do it. And then I honestly recommend, and I know how this is going to sound, I recommend you coach other women about how to do it. If you can successfully do it and maintain that relationship where you're the stronger vessel and that man is the weaker vessel, I'm sure you can make a lot of, there's a niche for that. If you can make it successful and uh, coach other people to do it and have success, that's not me. I've had so many situations of this personally and professionally, seen it personally and professionally, um, been in it personally and professionally. And the energy it takes to mitigate this power imbalance is substantial. I don't know anyone. And so even the people, even people who, who, who say that they're going to try to do it, I don't know anyone who's going to disagree with the, with this fact that, that trying to mitigate that issue is going to take a substantial level of a substantial amount of energy. Um, and you're going to run into some very predictable consequences. Look, plenty of people don't want power to matter, but power does matter, especially when you are powerful. Yes, high achieving women, you are powerful. You make things move, you create things, you make people better. If you're not a professional coach yourself, you probably are in some way coaching people personally, or you're attracted to self-development. Like what, think about what kinds of things you repost or what kinds of things you read or see where you're like, oh my gosh, I wish the whole world saw this. I wish I could just teach everybody this or I could teach this better than them. You're, you're a powerful kind of type. You're attracted to that kind of thing. So you, um, you have power. So part of this series is about accepting that and understanding what that means and how to manage your power in a way that complements who you really want to be in the kind of relationships you want to have. You're in a place where you're like, okay, if I can't be with someone um, who is less powerful than me, who is a weaker vessel than me, the challenge that a lot of y'all are coming to is, well, then who is for me? Right? So if you've tried to make it work with people who have less power manifest in their life than you have, and you're coming to the acceptance or you already have come to the acceptance that that's just not going to, that's probably not going to lead me down a very satisfactory route. Uh, some of you are coming to that acceptance or you've already gotten there. And the, and the question that you, that that leads to with in, in either case is, all right, well, then who is actually who's for me and how do I make that? How do I get that person? How do I make that work? Can you actually envision this person? I want you to wonder about consider this. Have you been wondering where is this person at? But you don't even know what this person might be like. OK, can you actually envision this person? Have you? Do you actually believe this person is out there and available? If you've told yourself things like, like, or if, you, if you've heard this and now you have adopted this, um, that something like they're all married or they're all cheating, that's your own attitude in the way. That it's not motive. How are you going to motivate yourself to put clothes on and go somewhere if 
in your in in your mind, you're like, well, everyone that I would want or every good fit for me is already married or is a cheater. You've got to take responsibility for your own attitude getting in the way, even if you've heard stories, even if that's your friend and that and that's been her experience, which, by the way, I probably need a whole um, add on episode about how truly your friends can be the worst um, part. I did a like two years ago, I did a thing about toxic friendships but it's real like some your friends can be one of the biggest roadblocks to women getting with men who are actually good fits but again even if you've heard it even if that's your friends and that's in the group chat um and that's getting in and that's getting on your attitude and your spirit that's your own attitude getting in the way okay it, that can even sound ridiculous but the more you fight your own the more you fight the um the fact that your attitude can get in the way of things the fact that you're at your own bad attitude can get in the way of things the worse your attitude gets about it okay so um it literally cannot hurt to shift to there is someone available for me to the to the mind to the belief that there is someone available for me there is the perfect the, there is a perfect match for me there and that doesn't mean a perfect person it means a perfect person for me okay like a like an ideal type for you if ideal is a better word for you, fine. If it feels like by shifting to a positive mindset that you're setting yourself up for failure, that is a part of your own cycle and your in your own self that you need to break in order to be a healthy match for someone. Even if you have a valid point, it's not helping you. Okay, remember we talk about the difference between what is valid and what is valuable. And also a, an easy way to kind of like make this make sense is just imagine if the ideal match for you is actually saying to himself, she's not out there. She's she's just into my money. She does. She, she's not going to care about me as a person. Y'all have seen it on the Internet. I'm not saying that those are your ideal matches at all, but I am saying what if your ideal match is sitting up in his room journaling, talking about ain't nobody out here for me. I'm I'm so much better than everybody else. No one matches me. I'm never going to find her because she doesn't exist. She's already married. She's unavailable. Meanwhile, you're over there in your room in your in your journal. Like I talking about the same thing. Like this just sounds it just it looks ridiculous. Right. When you think about it like that. So, um, you know, you need men to be open and available for you. So you need to be open and available for them. OK, you need to believe in them. OK, and this is where I already know someone. That's why I just rolled my eyes to the right. Because I already know someone listening to this is going to say, oh, it's like a unicorn, mythological creature. Like, huh? like, where are they at? And that's your problem. That's exactly your problem. Okay. If that was you, that's that bad attitude. I know you don't like to hear it, but that's the problem. So here's the third thing. What do you actually need? So this is where knowing your emotional trigger, emotional needs um, this is where this comes in handy because realistically, again, this is a nuance of high achieving women. Um, for a lot of you, you don't need material support. You don't need financial support. And this leads down, this leads people um, un- mistakenly down the mindset of, well, then I don't need you for anything. And that's not, that's not where you want to be in your mind or heart because it's closed to a man. They're like an accessory to you. And so um, rather than just looking at financial and material needs as valid, you need to bring your, you make, make sure that you understand that your emotional needs are important and valid as well. Okay. I'm not saying you don't need financial. I, I'm not saying, I, I'm not saying that you don't have financial needs. I am saying though, that it is less apparent and it is less of an apparent, it's less of an apparent need for people who don't, who, who don't need it. It's hard to make you, it's hard to like even get you excited about it, to get some of you excited about it. So you can't talk enthusiastically about it because (laughs) it's hard for you to talk enthusiastically about it because you're not, you don't actually need it. So this is why, this is why I'm suggesting this for you. Okay. To consider what your emotional needs are, what your relational needs are, what kind of, the kind of experience that you want to have in a relationship. I'm not talking about, I want to go to Dubai that I'm not talking about a travel I'm not talking about a travel trip to the Eiffel Tower. I'm talking about the kind of experience you want like I want to feel supported, I want to feel loved, I want to feel respected. So do you know your emotional needs? Um how can a man support you? And remember we talked a little bit about this in strategic security. How ca- can you operationalize your needs? 
So if I need to feel reassured, what is it that someone needs to do in order to successfully reassure me? If I need to feel respected, what is someone that's, that someone can do to support me in feeling respected? Can you operationalize those needs? Now, here's the second thing that you might consider when, when considering your emotional needs. A lot of considering today. Consider what is your purpose? What is your purpose? This can relate to what it is that you need. What is your purpose? What would it look like if you were with a man that has an aligned purpose and a purpose aligned with yours? What would you be doing together? Again, this is to help you to be able to identify and be able to speak about what it is that you need, what it is that you want, and helps you to actually envision the kind of person that would work really well for you. Hey, y'all, quick break. The High Achieving Women's Coaching Group is three days, the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th of March, 2023. That's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. There is a VIP tier that will have an additional 60 minutes on the end of the third day that will have additional material and Q&A. The links to register are in the show notes below. You can also find the link to register on my website, IamTaylorChandler.com. Now let's talk about masculinity. We have all been forced, uh, yeah, forced at this point, feels like forced, We have been subject to this conversation about masculinity and femininity, and I think it's, um, in general, I think it's terrible. I want to help you to um, apply the principle, though, because since the principle is real, how can you um, apply, how can you come to deeper understanding of what this means for you and how you can apply some of this to your real life? Truthfully, Now, this might not have been your experience, and we'll talk about your personal experience maybe in a little bit, but this might not be your experience, but the truth is that the type of man that probably goes best with you is high-functioning and masculine. It's like you're already going to be, you're already stronger and more powerful, make things happen more efficiently, have a bigger impact than most people, even like an average man. Like you're probably making more money than some, well, I'm not going to speak to everybody, but... um, when you're talking about like the average American home, let's, see. let's 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 Google it just so that we know what we're talking about. Okay, the median male salary. Wait, no, I'm not. That doesn't sound like the right site. Let's go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics because you know that they got they got something going on. The other one was fool fool.com, f o o l dot com, fool dot com. I'm not taking statistics from fool dot com, but some people will do that and be on a whole podcast talking about something from fool dot com. All right, let's go to median. Why are they giving me median weekly earnings? Who wants to know the weekly earning? See, and this is what it feels like to be somebody. And I know I can say this to y'all, high achieving women. This is what it feels like to be the smartest person in the room. You'd be like, make it make sense. Why would I be? Now I got to multiply it by what? 52 to figure out what you make in a Sometimes you know how you just be like, just let us do it. Just please, just let us do it. Don't even say it. Don't you even got to tell nobody I did it. Just, just, just give me the chart. Just give me the chart. Okay. Social Security. Um, let's go to the Social Security Administration site. They don't, they're not just talking about old people, older people. Let me, excuse me, older people. Here we go. Men's median and annual earnings. There we go. Come on, annual. <laughs> annual earnings. This was just in 2019. This is 2019 to 2020 in U.S. dollars. You ready? Let's talk about the age group. Let's go. I'm going to tell you from 20 to 29 and then 30 to 39. And then we'll, we'll cap it right there. Okay. 20 to 29, white median annual earnings for white people, white men, $31,600. For black men, $19,900. White men, and this, let me give you Hispanic too. Let's just, let's be, let's do it all. I didn't, I had to scroll y'all. I didn't try to leave that, leave it out. You see, I had to scroll to the right. Oh God, wait a second. You see, I had to scroll like that. 
Oh, wait a second. Asian. See, look, it, they didn't have you. They didn't have you on the front page. So let me tell you, I'm going to go, I'm just, for the, for the sake of just being clear, let me go ahead and, and do this. White, not Hispanic, 31,600 from age 20 to 29. This is median white men, not Hispanic. Black, not Hispanic from age 20 to 29. Median income, 19,900. Hispanic men, age 20 to 29. Median, 26,000. Age 20 to 29, Asian men, 31,200. I'm not going to go past 40 because that already took a lot of time and breath. <sighs> okay, 30 to 39, age 30 to 39, white, not Hispanic, median annual income, 57,200. Black, not Hispanic, median annual income, 34,000. Hispanic, 38,100, age 30 to 39. Age 30 to 39, Asian, median annual income, lost the page, 78,100. I don't even remember my point. <laughs> Some of y'all just out earning the average man, right? This is going to sound however it sounds, and maybe that's why I kind of got tripped up, because I think this is a difficult, this is kind of a difficult conversation to have, especially publicly, which is um, why I'm not, part of the reason I'm not doing this on Instagram, it's also not my niche. But I want to talk about, I want to, I want to just have a real conversation with you. I have a real, real, put this out here. When men, men who are making less than you will much more, much more naturally feel intimidated by you or resentful of you because you make more because their masculinity is tied to provision and provision is tied to money. And so when you are receiving the message that you are more masculine from people who are making less than you and tie their masculinity up in their finances, then you are receiving a distorted, you may be receiving distorted feedback about you. Here's another way of putting it. This you can be the same person. Let's say you're with someone who's making, let's give you, let's put you, let's go in between white and um, black median 30 to 39. Um, that's going to hit us at about $43,000 average. Let's say you're, let's say you have, um, you're interacting with someone or dating someone who's at 43,000 and let's say you're at a hundred. Okay. You can be the same person behaving in the same way and getting certain feedback, whether it's online or in real life, getting feedback from someone that is at 43,000, that is very different than this, than the feedback you would get from someone making 143,000, 343,000, 543,000. Okay. So I think that I want to just, I, I think that really this was where my, where, where I really wanted to take it when I brought up these statistics is that I want you to be able to make a separation um, between who's be able to make, how, use discernment when you are taking in feedback about you. This is something that we're going to have to get into on the, um, on the VIP coaching call. I'm going to have a day where we just do like Q and a, and this is something that we're just going to have to talk about in a more specific way. I'm realizing it literally as I'm saying it, this is going to have to go into the coaching call. It's too much to put it in, in to put it in an episode when there's um, when I'm not able to actively engage with you, okay. So I'm going to trust that you take that, and some of you will be able to um, make sense out of that for yourself. So let's talk about masculinity. This is someone who knows he doesn't have to be desperate, but he wants to take care of someone. Masculine men, healthy masculine men, enjoy caring for things. Wounded masculine men resent it and are angry about it or fear it. Who on the front? I feel like I'm leaving something out, and I know if you're listening, if you're watching this video, I, I'm leaving something out here. I'm leaving something out here, and I know exactly what it is. So please forgive me. I am going to edit this on my on boundaries and grace so that it makes sense. But I'm definitely leaving something out, and the part that I'm leaving out. And thank you for your patience. If you're watching this video, thank you. The part that I'm that I left that I'm leaving out is that high 
functioning women have often been with under functioning men, not just because of numbers, like who's actually available, but because of who you've been attracted to because of your own woundedness, your own trauma or your own past issues. So slash your own past issues. What I'm trying to do here, and I think this is where I made a mistake in this, in this recording, in this video. Okay. I don't think I didn't, I didn't set this up as well as I could have. Because the reason why I'm talking about masculinity, which is what I didn't say on the front end, certain things that you try to do or that you have done with men who you have dealt with in the past or been in relationships with in the past do not work with the type of man who is actually the stronger vessel than you. The things you could get away with with men who are weaker than you, the weaker vessel, less productive, less capacity, less power manifested in their lives the things you could get away with with those men and the things you put up with with those men are things that the, that the men that are most ideal for you, high-functioning, healthy, masculine, things that they would never do, and also things that you could never get away with with them. And so that's why I'm talking about this. Okay, that now I feel like I've, I've, I feel like I cleared some a block there. The high-functioning man who is healthy masculine needs responsiveness. He needs interest. And you're going to have to get past this mindset of, I want you, but I don't need you. Um, This type of person is not willing to be seen as disposable. Codependent men are willing to be seen that way because they actually feel that way about themselves. They actually feel disposable, and they get their energy and their strength from being with someone like you. Okay, but the men that are actually your more ideal fits are not going to be willing to be seen that way. Okay, and it's not they they will not take I'm trying to help somebody again. I know this might sound very um, I don't know how it might sound, but I feel like this is a conversation that is not being had in this way. So I just need to I'm going to just say it how I think it and what is actually true. Okay. Um, they are not going to take it upon, and you show it to show, show this to them and ask them if you if you know somebody who who is a healthy masculine type, show this to them and ask them if I'm right. I've had my clients do that. I'm like, ask your ask your husband that y'all have in conflict. Ask your husband if I'm right. I've had clients on the literal call go to their husband or go to their boyfriend literally on the call and say, Taylor said that this is what you're thinking. Taylor said that this is what you're feeling. Taylor said that this, is that true? And they'll be like, yeah, I've been trying to get you to see that for a year. So take this or not, but um, they're not going to be willing to take on the responsibility to prove to you that they're necessary or worthy because they already see themselves that way. And they know that it is up to you to have the vision to see what they already are. Okay. This is not, your last, this is not the codependent type. This is not the feminine man. This is not the weaker vessel than you. This is not that. Okay. This is not that. <laughs> Trust me, it's not that. So, um, they need responsiveness. They need, they need to know that you see them as they actually are. Um, so, which is not disposable. So um, this goes back to this point. If you literally do not know why you want a man, um, it's going to show up in your energy and they're not going to be willing to jump through hoops to get you to see who they are. And you're not going to have enough motivation to attach to them because you don't actually believe that you have a need for them. Okay. You have to motivate yourself to attach. It's not the other way around. Okay. It's not the other way around. You have to motivate yourself to attach. Just like men have to have a motivation to commit to a woman. You have to have a motivation to commit and receive a man. Some women say that they, that's in order to do this, like, or they'll suggest that you actually do less for yourself. Um, I, I mean, I've heard a lot. I've heard so many things um, that I think are just so bad. This is why I stay out of the male and female thing because it's so bad. Um, but I've heard something like this, you know, that you should do less for yourself um, so that you can show your, so you can kind of like act weak. Um, I don't necessarily, or what am I about to say? Oh, uh, 
I think that that's a little weird, but I also think it's weird to buy a five bedroom house for just yourself. I think under undercompensating or overcompensating is not actually like that's not you coming at coming as center balanced and secure. And so I think that my suggestion is that you live congruent to who you are, be be who you actually are, do what you like to do and do what you want to do without try without in any way trying to make something seem like something to somebody else. And you've got to know where someone fits in your life. A couple other points. Um, if you, we've got like two, like one more, one and a half more sections to go and then we're out of here. Purpose-based men and marriage-minded men don't necessarily want a woman who is also high-achieving. In other words, high-achieving men and, um, so I'm just making sure I cover all my bases here. Just because someone is equally yoked or is a stronger vessel than you doesn't automatically mean that they want someone um, who is high achieving or high functioning. Let's just cap this here. They're welcome to that. You need someone who has the idea already in mind that together is better and it's also and it's a more impactful way to live life. Okay. That, that might be in how they were raised, who they listened to. Religion might play a role. Okay, whatever it is, don't fight it. You cannot plant the seed in someone's mind. You can't plant the seed in a man's mind that being in a relationship with you is better than not being in a relationship with you. Again, if you've been able to do that, and be honest with yourself, if you've been able to sway a man um, in that regard in the past, that's also, there's a reason why y'all aren't together. We can put it like that. Or the reason why you're having conflict right now. <laughs> okay. Um, because that type of man, a man who is, and this is why I don't do these kind of conversations. I don't even like talking about this stuff, but I'm, I'm trying to help somebody real quick. The kind of um, man who is, who is actually able to be swayed into a relationship with you is not the, um, healed masculine or high functioning, healthy masculine type we're talking about. Okay. So if you, if that's a strategy that if that's worked for you before, there's also, I challenge you to look at the outcomes of those relationships or the conflicts that came up in those relationships and your um, emotional experience in those kinds of relationships. Okay. So that you can just prove to yourself, like if that actually, um, if that's a strategy that gets you the outcome that you want. Uh, so yeah, you need someone that, that has already had the seed in mind and that they have been planting, nourishing, watering that seed. That relationship is good, positive and valuable for their life. Do not fight it. If someone does not believe that for whatever reason, they don't believe it. Okay. Um, little thing on that, this kind of person ends up, they never actually, they never really attached to the relationship in a, they can't retach to the health, a relationship in a healthy way because it wasn't fully their decision. And so that kind of thing just backfires. It's just a matter of time when they either resent it or they ghost you because they never actually wanted to be there anyway. Okay. So the type of man that probably works best for my high achieving women. Okay. They, these types of people, these types of men don't need to be reminded that two aligned purposes is a good idea. Okay. They don't need to be reminded or convinced that having two aligned purposes is a good idea. They also don't need to be reminded that you're in a soft girl era. Just be that. They don't need to be reminded. They they expect that that's what they're that that's what they should get. They don't need to be reminded that you're in a soft girl era. If you are dealing with a man who is like afraid that you're going to just dominate him, that's not the type of man that we're that. That 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 I'm describing to you as your as the fit that actually works, okay. Let them think that. Please do not try to convince a man that you're not gonna be like the other women that he's still traumatized by. Please, if you get anything from this episode, just stop that one. Just stop that part. Okay, you got to just be like, oh my gosh, that is just like so unfortunate. But if that's to have you seen me, you got to just leave it, y'all. Okay, you do not have to convince these men of taking care of family. You don't have to convince these men of honoring and respecting each other. That doesn't mean that you are above him, but the but these men understand honor and respect and they want to be respected and they know they're deserving of respect and they in the type of again, with a high achieving woman, 
if that's their type, if that's really if that's their type, they they know that they know that respect is they expect to respect the woman that they're with. Okay, you don't have to convince these men that honor and respect is a is a is an important thing in relationship. You do need to be able to speak up about things and allow him to like like emotional needs, for example, or like if something happens that you weren't like a trigger. Okay, things like that. You need to be able to speak up about things and, and you need to be able to allow him to correct himself or tell you no. Again, what you had back there is not this. So um, he's got to be able to tell you no. And this is something we're going to talk about. The, I'm being so serious. This is the kind of thing we, we, we're going to talk about the, this a little bit more specifically that new, this um, in um, the coaching group. But he's got to be able to tell you no. If you're used to underperforming men, you're going to have to allow yourself to be open to something different, okay? Um, this is not somebody putting you in your place. This is not that. That's like, I, I can't even speak on that, okay? I can't speak on it. I'm just saying, like, I'm literally not going to right now. It's, this isn't, this isn't you, someone putting you in your place. This isn't, we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about roughness, Okay. But no, and having boundaries or someone being like, oh, that's just not me. You're not going to get that from me um, is a real thing that can happen with someone who knows their strengths, knows their limits, has boundaries, and is not afraid of upsetting you. Um, Some of us have been in relationships with people who are so afraid of upsetting you that that they become someone that they're not just to be with you. This is not that. They're not, they're not scared of upsetting you. They're not scared of telling you no. And it's not out of, again, this is a deeper conversation or rather a more extensive conversation. I'm just trying to cover a bunch of bases right now. It's not, doesn't mean that someone is unloving, um, that someone doesn't care. So these are, these are the kinds of things that need to be restructured in your own mind and re, um, reframed in your own mind so that you can receive um, someone like this in a healthy way, easily and seamlessly, okay? I'm going to say this before I recap everything. Uh, gosh, again, it's going to sound however it sounds, but I said, I have to just kind of say some things really plainly. This whole goddess area era and the boss babe era, hot girl. It's almost like this idea that women, like I am the head, I am the goddess and I am, um, you should be, you should be bowing down to me. There are a lot of things about that that are not helpful. Um, especially it can be helpful for your confidence. But we're talking about relating to the healthy masculine men who is a stronger vessel than you. It's not going to work out. I want us to be able to talk about how you can um, maintain your standard, but also be able to reframe um, the role of the man in your life. And I'm just being honest with you. The men that we're talking about right here, it's not going to, it doesn't work out. So this is for women who actually want help in this. Okay. This episode, let me be, let me be really clear. This, um, this, this coaching group is not about, and you'll see this in the next couple episodes, this, co- the coaching group, that's the bop, 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 several sessions in like a short time frame. Um, this is not all about men. This is why I wanted to just get this out of the way first, because if you can't tell, this is like the, um, like in my disposition, if you're watching this video rather than just on boundaries and grace, and you might even hear it in my voice. Um, there are so many other things that are so that are more important than this part, but this is a this is a part. I just wanted to go ahead and get this out of the way first. But I want to be really clear that the the coaching group is not a dating group. It's not a it's not about it's not just about dating, but understanding relating to the men who are your most ideal fits and how your high achieving status or personality can be in opposition to literally your best fit. I do think that that's important. So I hope that that's clear. So let's recap, y'all. Um, you need to totally believe that your match exists. Don't exile yourself on an island as if they don't exist. Um, you need to get more specific about what you need and what that looks like. Operationalize it. Reframe masculinity. Okay. Watching your mouth. Yeah. Okay. We're even talking about that at the Black Business Boot Camp. We're talking about handling clapbacks. Okay. It's a thing. It's a thing. So literally watching your mouth, the way you talk to a person, and we're going to talk not just men, but other people too, like in relationships, having more emotional and relational intelligence, even if you really believe that you're the smartest person in the room and even if you really are. Okay. Um, and, and watching your mouth also includes not being negative or being, you know, having controlling language. 
rather than assertive language. There's definitely a difference. Um, men know that. Okay. Even if they haven't had the word assertive in their vocabulary, they know it's a difference. It's, a, it's an energy. Okay. It's an energy. Right. Respectful communication. Um, you can be respectful and direct at the same time. Okay. Um, and, and we just gotta be honest, y'all. We just gotta be honest about the fact that like, these are not all, these are not usually built in strengths to the high performing women. Okay. Or they get lost somewhere along the way. We are way up the top. They got lost somewhere along the way. Want to just go ahead and reignite that. Go ahead and get, get that back. Okay. And also, and like things like not overselling the soft girl thing, like it's just, it's really not necessary. So how else can you um, identify and express what your needs are without being like passive aggressive or actually aggressive, um, hinting at things or projecting your past frustrations um, onto this man. Okay. And last thing, y'all, I want you to join the group. Okay. So I want you to join. If this is something, if these are things that you need to talk about and you just want to get like refreshed on it, remember I'm in coaching groups. I get coached. Like I think coaches should be coached. Um, and just like the, the coaching group that I'm a part of, he had four, um, literally he had four, four things free on YouTube but I was like, I need more. I need to be able to talk to this man. I need to be able, we need to, we need to have a conversation. I need to be able to be in the room. So understand that I, I also do that. And so if it's something that you need some, um, you want to make sure that you're really getting, then I recommend that you join group. Again, visit IamTaylorChandler.com um, to see the dates of that. And um, I'm excited about it. This is a specialty case. We're not going to be talking about this like I don't, I mean, I don't have a plan to, talk, to continue to talk about this for the rest of the year, but I do want to put attention on it and help the people who need it. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next time. All right, y'all. That is the episode. If you have not rated this podcast yet, I would love for you to do it. You can press those stars. I greatly appreciate it. And if you have another extra 30 seconds, send a little review, a sentence or two. That is so appreciated. Thank you so much in advance. If you want to join the High Achieving Women's Coaching Group on March 24th, the March 24th through the 26th, and yes, you do get the replay access for 60 days. There's also going to be written supplemental material that the VIP tier will get um, included. It's included in the VIP price. Um, if you are interested in joining that group, the links are in the show notes. You can also go to my website, IamTaylorChandler.com, um, to read this information um, and to register. I'll see you soon. <laughs>